Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, and welcome to our Thanksgiving special here at Pro-Life Primetime News. Today is Friday, November 24th. I'm Leslie Palmer. And I'm Teresa Watson. We're so happy to have you with us tonight. We will start off our show a theme thankful with Monica Kelsey, the founder of Safe Haven Baby Boxes. She will tell us how she is saving babies one box at a time. Frank Pavone, National Director of Priest for Life, will have a very special Thanksgiving message for you. The least of these was a song written for the unborn, and we would like to leave you with this moving tribute to the babies in the womb. Are you still looking for Black Friday specials? Well, stay till the end and see what deals we have at ProLifeProducts.org. You may remember several stories we have done in the past on Safe Haven Baby Boxes. As a reminder, the mission of Safe Haven Baby Boxes is to prevent illegal abandonment of newborns by raising awareness, offering a 24-hour hotline for mothers in crisis, and offering the Safe Haven Baby Boxes as a last resort option for women who want to maintain complete anonymity. I am so happy to welcome back to the show, Monica Kelsey, the founder of Safe Haven Baby Boxes. Welcome back, Monica. Thank you so much for inviting us back. Well, Monica, please uh, tell our audience how your pro-life journey began, at your, actually at your birth, right? So, yeah. So back in 1972, my, my birth mom, who was 17 years old at the time, uh, was brutally attacked and raped and left along the side of the road. And uh, this was in 1972. And abortion was illegal in our country, even in the cases of rape and incest. And, um, you know, she she was taken out of high school um, she gave birth in April of 1973 and abandoned her child uh, two hours after that child was born and that child was me. Um, and so, you know, as as someone who was conceived out of rape and, and abandoned at birth, um, I, I, I'm on a mission, you know, to, to make sure that no child feels unwanted or unworthy and that parents have a safe alternative option to a um, instead of abandoning their child to, to save the life of their child. Uh, whether it be inside the womb or out. Wow. So now let's fast forward and you now have this amazing ministry with Safe Haven Baby Boxes. Since you were first on the show, there's been an amazing growth in the number of boxes around the country. Could you share the statistics of how many states you're in and how many boxes are actually in place? So we are currently in a uh, 100 we have 182 active baby boxes in the United States right now. We're in 14 states uh, and we are legal in 21 states. We have multiple boxes going in uh, additional states coming up. Uh, but it's just absolutely been a blessing the last couple of years. I mean, this year has been a record year for us. Uh, we've had the most babies in boxes, um, but we've also seen an abandonment drop in some uh, in most of the states that we're in, which that's the success. That's where the success lies is when we're not finding babies in dumpsters and trash cans. We're, we're finding them in, in, in baby boxes or, um, you know, these parents are choosing parenting or an adoption plan. That's, that's where the success lies. Absolutely. So how many babies to date have been saved with the boxes? So inside the baby boxes, there have been 37 infants and there's been 144 handoffs. 
Uh, and when I say handoff, I mean a woman walked into a fire station and some of those fire stations actually have baby boxes, um, but they actually walked in uh, and handed their child to a person. And that's always, you know, that's safer. Uh, we're not here to say that the baby box is the safest way to do it. We know that handing a child to uh, a paramedic at the fire station is the safest way to go. And, and so we've done 144 of those. 37 uh, women chose not to do a handoff and utilize the baby box. Um, and so, uh, 170 some babies have been impacted by safe haven baby boxes. Wow. That's incredible. So one of the local stories here in Florida that was so touching to all of us was the baby that was recently saved in Ocala and what happened next. Can you share that with us? Yeah, that's actually one of the most amazing stories that you will ever hear. Uh, so the firefighter that actually was on duty that night, it was about two o'clock in the morning when the baby box alarm went off. And so they got out of bed and they went down to the baby box and he went eye to eye with an infant, a, a little girl uh, that became his daughter. And so they were actually in the adoption process uh, for many years and um, just happened to be in the right place at the right time. I think Christ did. Christ knew exactly who needed to be there um, the moment that baby was pulled from that box. And so this baby has been adopted by the firefighter that actually saved her from the baby box. And I, and I say saved from the baby box, not saving her from the baby box, but that was saved in a baby box. Wow. Yeah, it was a, such a beautiful story. We were, we were so happy about that. So Monica, before you go, could you please remind our viewers where we can go to get more information and what they can do if they possibly want a baby box in their own town? Absolutely. Uh, you can go to shbb.org um, and there's a contact us form, but there's also information on there that you can print off and, and go to your fire chief or go to your city council or go to the hospital in your area um, so that you, know, you can work alongside uh, the hospital or the fire station to put a baby box in, um, in, in your city. Uh, so shbb.org is the website and you can do uh, all of that there. Awesome. Well, Monica, I can't thank you enough for joining me on our Thanksgiving special with this so such wonderful news. And we're thankful for all that you're doing to save babies and certainly grateful for all the brave moms who, who take this step to save their babies. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. Thank you for being connected with our bro broadcasting here at Priests for Life. I wanted to share with you my thoughts about Thanksgiving. You know, the feast here that we celebrate in America arose from many different local celebrations over many different years of Thanksgiving and eventually uh, culminated in a national proclamation. You know, even the Continental Congress, as soon as they finished the Bill of Rights, declared a thanksgiving, a formal national thanksgiving. They invoked the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the repentance of sin. Our nation was founded on a recognition of God. And thanksgiving, of course, can't be made into the thin air. When you thank somebody, you're thanking somebody, a person. And in this case, of course, it's God Almighty. Our nation was founded on faith in God. We're only going to flourish as a nation when we maintain that faith. And one of the ways we maintain it is through thanksgiving. Our early settlers were thankful for the protection God gave them, for the bountiful land to which he led them. But as it evolved, our feast of thanksgiving also focused more and more on the strength of our principles in the founding of America, on the strength of our constitution and on the gift of our freedom and the way our form of government allows us to defend it. Friends, 
if we're giving thanks for something, we're also committing ourselves to take care of it. And we need to take care of America. We need to guard our freedom against tyranny. We do that by educating one another. That's the purpose of these programs that you're watching. And we do it by voting. As we celebrate this Thanksgiving, and we prepare to enter into a major election year, let's resolve that our thanksgiving for what we have in America will be expressed in more involvement in our political process and our civic life than ever before, in defense of our freedom, in defense of life, and for the goal of creating a better culture and nation for our children and theirs. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here. God bless you from all of us at Priests for Life. In 2010, Priests for Life organized pro-life freedom rides for the unborn through cities in the South, and we invited national black pro-life leaders to ride the bus with us as a way to highlight the insidious ways the abortion industry targets women of color. As part of the project, we commissioned Christian singer-songwriter Jamie Owens Collins to write an anthem for the rides, and she came up with least of these, a haunting song that reminds us who we are in this fight to protect, the child in the womb. We thought our viewers would like to hear the song and watch the video produced here at Priests for Life. The song still gives me chills every time I hear it, and I hope it moves you too.
behalf of Pro-Life Primetime News, Leslie and I, our assistant co-anchor Anthony, our two producers, Neil and Rob, want to wish you all and your families a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! As we sign off, please stay tuned for a special video with Jana Marana and our very own Pro-Life Elf, who will share with you all of our price reductions for Black Friday at ProLifeProducts.org. And thank you so much for joining us on Pro-Life Primetime News, produced at Priest for Life headquarters in Titusville, Florida. If you like our show, please support us by making a donation to ProLifeGift.org. These donations help fund all of our work here at Priest for Life, which enables us to continue educating, equipping, and activating God's people to end abortion. For all your pro-life updates during the week, please follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Pro-Life News Show. I'm Teresa Watson, Executive Manager. I'm Leslie Palma, Communications Director. Remember, life is the only choice. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.